Hello and welcome to the Meg Method podcast. My name is Meg Walker and I help people find a better connection to themselves through fitness, mindfulness and breath work. I've helped coach thousands of people over the years and the aim of this podcast is to help you to improve your mindset, empower you with actionable advice so you can take ownership over your health and to educate you on the many different aspects of health from fitness to behavioral change. If you want to work with me, you can learn more about my coaching at themegmethod.com. Thank you for listening and welcome to the podcast. You are just who we were missing. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Meg Method podcast where we dive deep into all things fitness and wellness, helping courageous people like you move, think and feel better for life. I am your host Meg and today we are tackling a common issue that many of you have messaged me about over the past year. I've messaged you back individually, but I thought it'd be a really good topic to share as a podcast as it comes up a lot. And that is how to curb those evening hunger pangs just before bedtime. So I've got some simple, practical solutions to help you conquer those late night cravings and improve your overall well-being. So let's hopefully get you feeling a little bit better about it and also thinking better in terms of identifying and understanding the evening hunger. So let's start by addressing that elephant in the room, the hunger in the room. Why do you feel so hungry in the evenings? Well, I've found that it often comes down to what you've been eating throughout the day. And there's some important questions to ask yourself. Have you been fueling your body with satiating whole foods packed with nutrients and high in volume earlier in the day? Or have you been snacking on foods that are low in nutrient density and don't really fill you up? And if it's the latter, it might be time to rethink your daily meals. Now, I don't mean the odd occasion where you've had a chocolate bar as a midday snack, you've maybe gone out and had pizza with friends. Like, no, if you want to have a normal lifestyle, those foods are going to come into it at times. And I'm not demonizing any of those foods. There's nothing wrong with having taken a break, having a Kit Kat here and there to be cliche. But if you are doing that regularly most days and you're finding a common pattern, we're not discussing this podcast, you just felt happen to feel hungry one evening. This is for people that regularly seem to find themselves really hungry in the evenings and they're not sure what to do about it. So if you are regularly consuming a lot of snack foods that may be low nutrient density, they are not very high volume foods, right? So for example, I could have a chocolate bar. It's not very big really for what I'm getting for it. Whereas if I actually had a massive lunch that was a a big salad maybe with lots of different vegetables some chicken or tofu in my case as a vegetarian like that's a lot of food that's going to fill you up a lot quicker so it might be worth considering how you're nourishing your body throughout the day so one solution to focus on is having more high volume nutrient dense and satiating meals throughout the day. So cut down on the minor snacking where possible and replace it with substantial balanced meals. So that not only helps keep you full, but it's also going to provide your body with the essential nutrients it needs. 
Now, it might not always be down to the foods you've been having early in the day. So you might find yourself hungry in the evenings due to increased activity levels. Like, for example, if I go on a short run, I don't know what it is about kind of 5K runs. I come back feeling ravenous for the rest of the day. And I've learned over time that I have to kind of ride the wave a bit there because it doesn't matter what I have that day. It doesn't really hit the spot. It's just something to do with that activity for me that gets me feeling hungry. Whereas ridiculously, if I did a marathon, I actually lose my appetite. So, so much of this is about learning about your body and the hunger signals it gives you. But it could be an increased bit of activity. So you might find that when you go on short run, that that always seems to trigger your hunger. Or it could be hormonal changes such as being on your period that might shift your hunger pattern. So remember, it's different for everyone. So it's going to take some experimenting to find what works for you. For example, I have a number of clients that when they are on their period, they feel a lot hungrier for that week or the week leading up to it. So what we do is we increase their calories just by a small amount. And that really helps them. They say that actually helps curve off a lot of the hunger They feel a lot more fueled and it just makes it a lot more pleasant a week to navigate the emotions and the pains that periods can bring sometimes. However, for myself, when I'm on my period, I'm like a bottomless pit. It does not matter what I have, I'm still going to be hungry. So for me, I've kind of learned it's not really worth it. I don't really, especially if I'm in a dieting phase. It's not really worth it in that situation to up my calories because it doesn't really hit the spot for me. I know it doesn't matter really how many more calories I put on, I still have that hunger. So I know for that reason, it's not down to the hunger. It's actually just down to hormonal changes. So I'd rather ride that wave because for me, the putting in those extra calories doesn't work. However, I have lots of clients where we've experimented around, we've tried that and it really does work and it really does help. So experiment, find out what works for you. Another strategy to consider though is like I just mentioned, adding a small 10, uh, 50 to 100 calorie snack before bed. So that's not a lot of calories, but hopefully that helps you not feel too full and uncomfortable for going to bed. It's just enough to make a little bit of a difference to those late night cravings and keep them at bay. So I would opt for a high protein snack if possible, as protein tends to be more satiating. And yeah, just give it a try and see if that helps you feel more satisfied. If you try that just before bed, sometimes it can be a bit of a mindset thing as well. And you find that 50 to 100 calories extra before bed helps, then fantastic. And hopefully that will help you going to bed and feeling a lot more comfortable. So however, though, if you've had a decent sized dinner and a snack and you're still feeling ravenous, it might be time to take a pause and listen to your body. Because it is very unlikely in that case, if you've had a decent sized dinner and a snack and you're still hungry, that it's actually hunger. So take a moment to pause, ask yourself, could I be thirsty? Am I bored? Or maybe I'm actually just simply stuck in the habit of having to have something after dinner. So sometimes our bodies are trying to tell us it's something other than hunger. And it doesn't have to be a bad thing. You're, it's just about listening to those cues and what your body is trying to tell you. 
So I find that this situation is actually a golden opportunity to pay closer attention to your body and its true needs. And don't forget, taking a moment to pause and breathe can work wonders in general. We live in such a fast-paced culture these days. We've got information coming at us left, right, and center. We often don't actually take a second to pause check in with ourselves. So this could be a great opportunity to do that. If you find the hunger strikes in the evening, take a moment just to stop, pause, have a little moment to breathe and actually check in and be like, how am I doing right now? Is it actually hunger? If I've just had a big evening meal, I've had a snack and I'm still hungry, is it really that? Or maybe am I thirsty? Am I bored? Etc. And I actually did a whole episode on this. It's episode 96 and it's called The Pause. And that will help you better understand your relationship with food and it will take you through that pause technique that I find really helpful. Even if you don't have a problem with hunger in the evenings, The Pause is an excellent episode to listen to. So go back to 96 for that. So there you go. Evening hunger is a common challenge. You're not on your own out there but it is different for everyone. So with these practical tips, hopefully you can take control of those cravings and support your fitness and wellness journey even better. And remember, it's all about nourishing your body. You want to stay active and listen to what it's trying to tell you. And I hope this is another episode that can help you on that journey towards moving, thinking and feeling better and being able to do so long term without having to give up your whole life to do so. So thank you so much for joining me on this episode. If you found this helpful, please share it with a friend or family that you think you could benefit from it. And as always, be kind, breathe well, and have a fantastic day. I will speak to you soon. And if you are needing some extra coaching support, I offer a free 30-minute coaching call with no strings attached via my website. I would love to speak to you and see if I'm the right coach for you and how I can get you moving, thinking, feeling better and thriving, especially as we approach the end of this year. It'd be amazing to go into next year already making some progress and feeling confident. Have a great day and I will speak to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Meg Method podcast. If you want to learn more about my coaching and access some free coaching resources, please visit my website, themegmethod.com or send me a message at themegmethod on Instagram. I would love to learn to know you. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, I would be so grateful if you could please share the love forward. You can show your support in three simple ways. You could please subscribe by clicking the follow button on your favorite podcast platform or YouTube. You could send details of my coaching to a loved one, or you could share this episode with others by tagging me in your social media stories at The Meg Method. Just see the show notes for more details. And if you're feeling extra kind, it would make my day if you could please leave a review. Thank you to my legendary podcast team, Brooklyn Fraser and Alicia Navarro. Your hard work and expertise is always appreciated. Thank you again for listening. Have an excellent day. Try your best. Be kind. Big love.